Welcome to Clickstaff Casualties of War, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Jason Alvey and Alex Coos. So yeah, this is the show that we don't really have an intro for, so we kind of just start talking, right? right? We just yeah, usually. Okay, well, yeah. Uh, this is it. This is Clickstaff Casualties of War. I'm Alex. Joining me is Jason Alvey. We're, What's up, guys? Yeah, we're here to talk some casual clicks. Talk about um, gonna talk about mostly about Spider-Man set today. Some other things, but you know, we're still in the world with not a lot of in-house play, or well, I guess it's only in-house play, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's not, all there is. Yeah, not in-store play, I guess I should say. But some stores are getting back. Um, I've seen some magic going on. I've seen a few things. And they're playing it right, I think. So not everyone, though, is the sad part. So uh, let's, uh, let's, kick some, let's kick it off with, uh, how about we start with this, the section we normally do. What have you been reading lately? What okay. Have you, what have you been reading lately? We've been home, sort of. You're an essential worker, as am I, so it's not been a, a vacation at home anymore. What, what have you been up to reading-wise? Let's see. I've read uh, all six issues of the Empire crossover, uh, the Fantastic Four Avengers Empire crossover. Oh. Uh, yeah, space plants uh, try to annihilate the universe, basically. <laughs> who, who isn't trying to annihilate the universe at some point? Right. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, this I guess it's the uh, the uh, the Kotati. I guess it's the alien race. They're like plant based uh, creatures, mm-hmm. and the uh, scrolls and the Shi'ar uh, have to uh, combine forces to uh, not not the Shi'ar. I should say of the Kree and the scroll. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was about to say, it's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, the Kree and the scroll. I'm getting I'm getting a little tired. Uh, <laughs> They have to unite forces with the Avengers to stop the stop the plant people from taking over. Uh, not a bad little series. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I actually got back into reading a little bit. I went back and uh, I never actually finished Battleworld, and I still haven't. Oh. But I decided to take a, a, a trip back since we recently got the figures from Fantastic Four. Um, I was like, you know what? Let me let me take a trip and uh restart battle world kind of read into that and i forgot how much i really like like i'm not big into when certain things seem a little campy like they're just doing it for the sake of doing it um Mm -hmm. but i really like the the brief miniseries of a force the one where it's uh the battle world with uh she hulk and it's an all-female like avengers type team Like I, yeah. I and, and that's why I, I preface it with like you know in, in Endgame there was that scene where all the 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 ladies of the MCU start kicking butt at the same time and I and I, I had a little moment where I was like oh, okay I mean that feels a little forced when something feels forced that's when I'm kind of like right. okay but funny enough a force didn't feel forced it actually felt it actually seemed really cool I liked it um, it was short uh, it was only like four or five issues but. Um, definitely a, a nice feeder to uh, to expand the battle world 
universe. Um, so if you're re going back and rereading Battle World, which I suggest, because that was, what, five years ago? 2015, I think? Um, Gosh, is it that long ago? Yeah, wow. yeah. 2015, five years ago. Uh, definitely take the time to go back and reread it. Read A4. So there's a couple other good ones in there. Um, it's definitely a good good little mini series and I'm, I'm still working my way i usually use the uh what's it called Go uh, comic book hound or comic book hold on let me pull it up oh no i've never heard of that comic book herald not hound comic book herald it's got the the reading orders so you can type in uh battle world reading order and it'll have like a big old checklist of like here's everything you really should read to make sure you get everything and so and it's a free website so I, and it, hmm. it it also has stuff that tailors to uh marvel unlimited too so they can they don't just but they also have links to the amazon page to buy the print version of it so i really like it but you know it starts out and it it says you know you got to read and it, it tells you exactly what you should be reading it's like here's the tie-in you need to read Battle World one through three. Now cut over to Loki, Agent of Asgard. Uh, then cut over to Miss Marvel, then Magneto, and you know the cover to cover the the last days before Battle World hit. And so that was really useful because I was able to kind of switch back and forth and see everyone's perspectives. Because that's the hardest thing. I I as a non, uh. I'm not an avid comic book reader. I mean, I am more now thanks to Marvel Unlimited, but I was, I'm was i not a collector. So I don't right. know the order of things. And I know usually that's in the book, right? Like it's at the beginning. Right. Just, well, yeah. I, I, I need a list. And that's why I love Comic Book Herald. Uh, they're not sponsoring the show or anything, but I just want to put that out there. If you're getting into the comics to, to follow up with your hero clicks, it's definitely a resource i use to make sure that I'm, I'm getting everything or at least trying to get everything i need to check that out i hadn't heard of that before oh yeah it's what i've been using to read uh, absolute carnage which is next on my list now that it's the i yeah. think you even mentioned it that it was finally all on you saw that all of absolute carnage was mm -hmm. on the unlimited. On Marvel unlimited yeah yeah when i tried to read it probably about uh, five months ago it wasn't all there but it is all there now so yeah i have yet to read any of it yet uh but that's next on my list i've been reading a little bit of the uh, donnie cates uh, venom series mm -hmm. i think i've read the first seven issues of that recently which is where we get introduced to Null and the, and the oh, symbiote yeah. dragons and that cool stuff yeah um, you you should definitely check out the Herald because it does uh, comic book Herald because it does. I remember when I started it, I followed that and it said, you know, read the Venom series to really kind of flesh it out, and then it tells you when to like read Absolute Carnage one. Now stop. Read these three. Now go to Absolute Carnage two. Like, oh, like it tells you okay. like when when to so you're not spoiled like immediately. You can kind of see all okay. the build up to it. It's real cool. But yeah, yeah, I definitely check that out. I'm definitely going to check out Absolute Carnage because of this recent Spider-Man set that we got. Uh, why don't we transition to talk about that a little bit? Um, okay. I think, now I wasn't around for Amazing Spider-Man. I've played with some of the figures, but mm -hmm. I, I wasn't around for it. 
so my only experience with a pure Spider-Man set is Superior Foes and this one, because that's the, these are the only mm-hmm. that's the only three purely Spider-Man so, sets we've gotten, right? Uh, now we had uh, Web of Spider-Man. Well, oh, that's right, that's right, Web of Spider-Man. Yeah, Web of Spider-Man came out around well, not too long after I started playing. Uh, I went to Gen Con and they had a, I guess what you would call a pre-release sealed. Uh, of Web of Spider-Man there. Hmm. Uh, first time anybody got to play with it, which was pretty cool back in the day. I pulled uh, Bombastic Bagman uh, in my boosters. Oh, I'm looking at him right now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, that was that, Yeah, that was fun. Uh, so I've, I've had that one in, of course, Amazing Spider-Man, which I thought was... Cause I dig all the Spider-Man sets. I mean, you know. Of course. Big, big surprise, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So Amazing Spider-Man, I really enjoyed. The chases kind of sucked in that one. I didn't like them very much. Um, yeah, they, and then, of course, looking at the chases, those are pretty bad chases. Like, yeah, the, they, the the theme of them was kind of. Yeah, that's not really a story that I've read uh, about those guys, uh, the Slingers, and like that, whatever that all that is. Uh, hey, real, real quick, you want to feel old? Sure. Why Web, not? Web, Web of Spider-Man was a decade ago. Oh my gosh, was it a decade ago? That's yeah. I Sep- thought it was longer ago than that, really. September eighth, twenty ten. Twenty ten. Yes. Yeah. I started playing in like like summer of oh seven. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been quite a while ago. Uh, I've been around for the whole carded era, pretty much of Hero Clicks. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, Heroclix is coming up on that 20th anniversary before too awful long. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, mean, I guess 2022, I guess, will be the 20th anniversary. Yeah, because What If was... Was What If in Elseworlds was 15th anniversary? That was the se- uh, 2017. Man, sorry, no, that was, that was, no, that was 10th anniversary. 10th anniversary, which... Oh, yeah, that's 15th, and that was 10th 15th. anniversary. Yeah, in like 2012, I guess it was. Yeah, man, it's crazy to think it's already been three years since the 15th anniversary. So, yeah, it's been crazy. Doesn't seem like it's been that long ago, but it definitely. Hex Superior Foes came out in 2016. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, and and the way Wizkids and HeroClix work, they're probably already right now having to start planning those sets because they plan a year and some change in advance in order to be able to get everything produced, ready to go, like ordered and and shipped over here in time i think it's like a, a year if so they got a little bit of time but yeah they, they're gonna they're gonna have to start thinking about that that's not too far no well, I'm sure. well, hmm. oh go ahead yeah no i'm, I'm not, i don't know i'm just uh, having random thoughts i'm sure a thor set's probably coming pretty soon since it's been it's been a little while since we had one of those now it's yeah well about, they've got about the, three the, years they've got the big thor uh event that just wrapped up right the the mcu event that happened last year the year before yeah the war of the realms that was yeah. last year mm-hmm. and i don't think we've gotten figures for that have we uh no we have not mm-hmm. so that that's probably right around the corner if we got absolute carnage which wraps wrapped up last year and i know war of the realms tied into absolute carnage a little bit too there was they kind of were ha- happening simultaneously i think because there's some instances where mm-hmm. Uh, Venom gets involved in the the war and then comes back or something like that. Um, yeah. 
what was your general impression of Superior Foes? I liked Superior Foes a lot. I loved the chase set for Superior Foes. Man, that was a that was a fun bunch of Spider-Man chases. Um, I, I thought it was. A, I liked it all the way around. I liked Handstand Spider-Man was really good. Uh, the Super Rare Spider-Man. I liked Silk a lot. Uh, yeah. I, I had a ton of fun playing that set. And then you had the um, the Superior Foes themselves. They were actually pretty good. Uh, Boomerang and that group. Um, Lizard was fun. Uh, what else did we have in that? Devil Dinosaur. That was a good one. Oh, yeah. I love Devil Dinosaur. Yeah. I love the, I love the Speed Demon. That was probably one of my favorite oh, ones. Yeah, Speed Demon, yeah. Uh, was, I'm, I'm still partial to the Speed Demon from Deadpool, but yeah, that was a good one, too. Oh, yeah. He, he, he was one that... Yeah, it, Speed Demon being such an interesting character in general, I felt like this one was actually a pretty good one. Like you said, compared to the Deadpool one, yeah, it's a little worse, but because the Deadpool one was amazing. But yeah, I, I liked him. I liked him in this set. I think the biggest issue with me for this set is it came right after the kind of power creep reset. Because um, mm-hmm. if you remember... It really hit with the X Men set. Like yeah, we the had, uncanny set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we had Wonder Woman was going as Superman, Wonder Woman, World's Finest, everything was climbing, getting stronger. Turtles came out, and Turtles was pretty okay. But then, like first X Men set we've had, we had in like goodness since AVX, so it was at least for three years. Everyone was hyped. Finally, X Men's back. X Men's back, and then they dropped the X Men set, and that set was. I just did not like it. It was so I it, it didn't feel right for X-Men because they just dropped the power levels significantly, which you know, I guess yeah. You got to reset things at times, but I I remember playing X-Men in a sealed event and like it was the slowest game. It felt like old hero clicks because nobody had willpower, nobody had improved movement. Nobody flew, yeah. Yeah, and, and that translated over because uh, Superior Foes was only like three months later, and so you had a lot of Spider-Man figures that just didn't... Nobody had willpower. Like, looking through the set, like, nobody had willpower at this point. Um, I love that like, 10, 10, 17, 3 on the stat line. Yeah, nine attack for some of the little ones. But yeah, like even in the rares, I'm clicking through. Not a single speed demon had indomitable, so maybe that's why I liked them. Because <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're you're just going through electro, no, carnage, no, lizard, no. Like nobody had it, and yeah. even hand handstand Spidey had printed willpower. Yeah, it, it's just one of those where it just it came at a bad time, like. Some definitely cool figures, Superior, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 22, uh, uh, 2211. Uh, like you said, the chases were cool. It's just, one, I don't think there was enough, it, there wasn't enough Spider-Man for me, but I know it was the superior foes of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of themed around that. I just, it compared to the current set that we just got, it just... It makes Superior Foes look like, I won't say garbage, because it was still a pretty okay set. But Carnage just makes it look way worse. Because Carnage, yeah. I think it's awesome. I really yeah. love this new set. 
yeah, this new set's pretty fire. I've enjoyed I've enjoyed it quite a bit so far. I got I actually got to play an actual game. <gasps> what? Don't yeah. say that. Well, you can't say that on the air. The government's gonna say you're not allowed. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I'd, uh, yeah. I got to play an actual game on the tabletop with real figures. Believe it or not. Nice. Uh, pretty crazy stuff, uh, if you ask me. But uh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your takeaway about the uh, the the set? Man, they were fun. they were fun. They were fun. I mean, it was uh, we had a little uh, Sinister Syndicate versus Spider Man family game. Um, and, uh, well, I guess I could just go into what, uh, what the team was, I guess, that I played, uh, if we want to. Sure, yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, let's see. We just played a little 300-point game. We just kind of threw it together. It was all stuff from this set on both sides, mm-hmm. um, because I had just got done, like, sorting the stuff out, and, uh. So me and my buddy, uh, we decided we were just going to just make them. I just pulled these out randomly. Like, I didn't really have enough. He had decided he was going to play the Sinister Syndicate team. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to play Spider-Man Family. Uh, and so I just kind of pulled out this random stuff. So I had uh, I had uh, Harry Osborn, mm-hmm. Mary Jane. Solid, super solid. Yeah, Flash Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Agent Anti-Venom. I really love that figure. Yeah, he was pretty fun. Uh, Ghost Spider and Trash Can Spider Man. Very nice. And I had uh, I had uh, Agent Venom on the sideline, Iron Man on the sideline, uh, Green Goblin on the sideline uh, for and uh, yeah for my uh, secret uh, identity figures there. And then I, I just... had uh, Peter Parker and uh, the O One Spider Man for Trash Can Spider on the sideline. So how did the secret identity mechanic work out for you? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was really great. Uh, yeah, I had Flash, you know, Flash Thompson, I think, is really good because he's like, he's, you can't really ignore him. He has sidestep. He has traded plasticity and shape change. He takes away shape change from opposing characters within four squares. Yeah. Um, and he's got poison and close combat expert. Uh, so you just, you can't really ignore him. So like, I mean, I, I, was, I ran him up into kind of in the middle of them to try to like force their hand, and like uh, they take him out. But then they, how, as soon as he comes, as soon as he dies, out pops Agent Venom, and then he's like Flurry Blades, Battle Fury. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, you can't ignore that with like eleven attacks. So I mean, I thought that was pretty awesome. I like the and it's a replacement effect. So like the, you don't, they don't score any points until they kill the replacement figure. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it was pretty neat. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, of course, Harry Osborn is because all they're, they're all autonomous. They don't count against your actions, which is nice. I was kind of like wanting to play around with the healing. There's a lot of it's not like there's a decent amount of healing in this set. Yeah, and yeah, uh, that's, that's what I liked about Agent Anti Venom is the free support. I just like yeah. that in general. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that he can run eleven squares and then heal you uh, with an eleven attack, I thought was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, he. I thought he was really good. Trash Can Spider Man was really good. That um, whole hypersonic in and punch everybody next to you thing was uh, oh, yes. was great. Um, and then uh, he, you know, if he gets hit, he pushes into empower. So if anybody comes in next to him, that they're they're uh, benefiting from the empower. Um, yeah, I just thought it was really fun, man. There are some solid figures. Mary Jane uh, with those little uh, pog paparazzi pogs caused a lot of trouble. Oh yes. 
Yeah, I know in the higher level play, we already have started seeing that. But I know she's good. She's not overpowered. Like, she's not breaking the game. She's really cool that it's a Mary Jane that can do a lot, which is unusual for, well, I won't say it's unusual for Mary Jane, but it's unusual just clicking, just looking at her little 15 point dial. You're like, oh, okay. Well, it's a 15 point dial. Not much going on there, but she does a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the pogs do a lot, I guess. I mean, she just makes them. She sidesteps and she's nine for one. Uh, yeah, uh, she can provide something with that, uh, you know, Spider Man TA if you have something good to copy. Uh, yeah, but you know, other than just making paparazzi pogs, she just kind of stood there. But what yeah. else is she going to do? She's she's harder to hit than she ought to be for fifteen points. Yeah, with shape change and seventeen ESD. Yeah, I think people. Um, I I think I, I I don't know I don't know how people feel about Venom and Carnage whether they're just symbioted out, uh, like they're just tired of it because you know we've been getting chases mm-hmm. every so often with them Venomized versions and I think people got a little tired of it but I I was super thrilled with the set with how many of the different symbiotes we got just purely because we got so few. In the last Spider-Man set, we got, I think we got one Venom and one Carnage. I think that was it. Um, and I know we've been getting Venom every once in a while. We got uh, the Space Knight Venom. We've gotten, uh, you know, the Venom chases from Earth X. But they're chases, right? So mm-hmm. you really have to go out of your way to get them. And we had the Super Rare that had the symbiote. But it it's, just feels nice to get a set that just, I, I don't have many complaints about the set i don't feel like i almost it's one of the few sets like looking at the stack of cards next to me i'm not a collector like i don't collect sets i think outside Mm -hmm. of the chases i have almost every figure from this set like just because they're all Mm -hmm. that good yeah i think there's a lot just just solid figures all the way up and down like i don't know i bought two i bought two cases of this set uh, and I think they got me every, the whole CUR, um, and yeah. mom, and almost all the super. Well, I duped five of the super rares of the twelve that I pulled, but I was able to trade them pretty easy for what I wanted. So yeah, yeah, and they're, it's been pretty tradable too. Like null trades for a lot, absolute carnage trades for good. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been easy to get the pieces that you need, which is nice. Um, now. Yeah. I, I will say the one thing that I like that WizKids has started doing, I think, is giving each set its own unique mechanic mm-hmm. of sorts. Um, and I and I've don't remember where I t- if I mentioned this on the other podcast. I think I may have. Um, but you know, we have Secret Identity and Venom, and we have for the X Men set, we've got the the Krakoa thing coming. Um, but you have Fantastic Four, which has the Fantastic Four switching in and out, forming the new Fantastic Four. Captain right. America had the Living Legend trait. Like it's yeah. like they're building a cool little trait into each set to kind of make them feel unique. And I really, really enjoy that. Yeah, I think the Secret Identity characters are some of the best or most fun to play in the whole thing. Yeah, because it, it makes you want to collect all of the Secret Identities. I feel like I have to. Like yeah. I, I sure maybe I'll never play uh, She Venom, 
like maybe right. I won't, but there might be a time that Mary Jane goes down. I'm like, man, I really want to make sure someone is immobile. Yeah. And I mean, we, yeah. I mean, we just thought our sideline was going to have nothing on it, but trouble alerts. And now look at all this stuff we've got to go on the sideline. Oh yeah. All right. So talking more about the sets, um, let's talk a little bit about the chases. So the chases, um, talking to different people, I've gotten a lot of people who think they're super cool because I, th- I believe all of the chases are WizKids made. Like they're not from specific comic books. It's I Wiz- yeah, it's Marvel, worked with WizKids, gave them a little bit of uh, license to kind of create their own unique figures. And I think they're super cool. Like I, I actually really enjoy it. I know there's probably some comic book purists that are like, ah, well, I'm not interested because they're not actual comic book figures. But uh, how do you feel generally, like from a comic book standpoint, how do you feel about the sculpts, the type of ch- chases, not about the powers, but like the different Gwen of Arc, Leonardo da Vena, like the cool ideas that WizKids came up with? I think they're great. Uh, I mean, I think if any of them could be something out of like a what if comic mm-hmm. issue. Uh, I mean, because they're based off actual characters like, you know, Gwen Stacy and Eddie Brock and Miles Morales and Miguel O'Hara and whatnot. Uh, But yeah, I think you could just, it could be in any kind of alternate universe, alternate world uh, comic book with these guys. Uh, The sculpts are fantastic. I mean, I like, I just like the theme of the whole thing. It's just, they picked some good stuff, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, now, we're trying to stay away, obviously, from the meta part, because this is a casual Heroclix show. Um, but one thing, the reason why I really want to talk about the chase is, is because from a team-building standpoint, they really, really just open up team-building just oh, all man. over the place. Like Golden Age, Modern, they just really open it up to some very, very unique combinations for a named theme team. Um, which I think is really, really, really cool. Um, I'm trying to actually probably get all of the chases. I don't usually do that, but I like mm-hmm. having flexibility. Yeah, just for the team building aspect, they're worth having. Yeah, like one of Arc, she's, I mean, once again, not really trying to talk about meta, but she's a cool figure. I mean, she does some really, really cool things. And armor keyword, okay, that armor is a pretty good keyword. I can now go back to a lot of the figures maybe from uh, the, the Invincible Iron Man. Most of the, all those chases have armor. So now they can all be part of the Spider-Man family with, I don't know, uh, Master Chief. Right. <laughs> like, or we could have like, a, like now I can... so Iron Pharaoh and, Sp- and Spider-Pharaoh can be on a Spider-Man family t- team now because it's Glenn of Art. <laughs> yeah yeah and that's the cool thing is i like thing i like figures that help make theme teams more possible um like oh, what was the one i was thinking of earlier that just uh so obviously the one I, the chase i love most is penny just because i love robots mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so just thinking about having penny with a bunch of ultrons and then now I could play with Ultron and any other Spider-Man family that I want to. Like, it just really, really opens up things for me, and I really, really enjoy it. Um, now, I will yeah. say, and um, 
So keeping it casual, obviously we have internal talks about whether named theme teams are casual. Isn't that like an ongoing <laughs> joke? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So uh, now this gives us more fuel to the fire that yeah, named theme teams should be casual, right? Because now every everyone's Spider-Man family. They should be, but they're not always used in that vein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so here, here's a very important discussion. Let's talk a, just a minute about Spider-Man 1776. Okay. Does 1776 push the envelope when it comes to casual play? So for those that aren't aware, um, 1776 does a lot of cool things, but the main thing that is troublesome is uh, his the general that founded a nation. He has leadership and super senses. Opposing forces have action total minus one, and you ha have to have a minimum of two. That's in the rules. Um, and then opposing characters within six can't use leadership or autonomous. It's mostly the your a worldwide global effect of action total minus one. Do you think 1776, because of that, is pushing the envelope? Is it too meta? Is it not good for casual? What do you think? Um, it depends, I guess. I mean, I don't know that a lot of casual teams are going to be packing leadership all the time. So then you're knocking your opponent out of two actions. Mm. Uh, and and you've got four because if you're playing 300 points, because he has leadership on you know yep. on top of all that. Um, and that makes a big difference if you've got two more actions than your opponent does. Um, limiting in the two doesn't give them a lot of options. And uh, doesn't necessarily make it fun, yeah, uh, for everybody. And uh, so, I guess it, it, and if you're and if you're playing and if you're playing one of them, if they have leadership, I don't think it's that bad. But uh, if they don't, then I think it causes a problem. Yeah, I think if you sit down at the table with one and your opponent sees what it actually does, be prepared for a little bit of blowback essentially mm -hmm. um there is that level that you don't there's that line you really don't want to cross because you want to just have fun and the problem is is he just he does make a lot of fun teams because he he soldier is a pretty big team a pr pretty big keyword and so he mm -hmm. can make a lot of really fun shield and super scrolls like he can make a lot of fun soldier teams but yeah, he does kind of push the envelope, I think, a little bit. You really have to judge what the spirit of the event is going to be. Now, 4th of July, mm -hmm. yeah, you could play him on 4th of July because it is Spider-Man 1776. So, right. So I would argue you should be able to play him every single 4th of July if you want to um, because he is literally about the 4th of July. Uh, let me let me ask you this, Jason. I'm not very familiar with certain things. What do you know about the Exiles? Do you know anything not, about Exiles? I haven't really read Exiles. Uh, He's, I know a little bit about him. But the, only reason, the only reason I ask is because we mentioned before all these figures have are made up, essentially. WizKids made them up. Mm-hmm. He's got the Exiles keyword. Now, I don't know if that's just because he's Miguel O'Hara. Um, I think so. Because Miguel uh, O'Hara also is Spider-Man 2099, and he has Exiles in that. Um, but Exiles, if you look at the keyword, 
you have uh, Peggy Carter, Captain America, you have Earth X, Prime Spider-Man, you have Dark Beast, you have Proteus. It's very, very interesting crowd. And almost, this is maybe one of those things where it sparks me to go do some more digging into who the Exiles are. Um, and maybe I start reading a few comic books about that. Because um, I don't know anything about Exiles. And... Yeah, I mean, I've read very little of them. I mean, they're a group that was uh, traveling through time, doing different things, and they had, there was somebody, I guess, that was kind of controlling their missions. I don't, I don't know all the ins and outs. I've read a few issues, but not much. But, so, but there are people that are really, really into Exiles. Um, yeah, I need to kind of brush up on that myself because I just don't know a ton about them. Now, I don't know if this will ever happen, but I kind of hope it does the more that I think about it. I think it would be really cool if Marvel somehow introduced some of these people into comics, whether it be mm -hmm. another Spider-Verse type event, but something that introduces Leonardo da Vinci, Spider-Man 1776. Now, it's probably not happening, but if they did, that would be so cool because I could see myself going out there and buying the comics, matching up with the figures, and when rotation happens putting them in some mm -hmm. sort of display or something like here's the figure that ended up making the comic. Right. Like that would be well, cool. Well, you do, you do remember, of course you, you mentioned them earlier, but you remember all the invincible Iron Man chases, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, they were all alternate covers of Iron Man comics. Hmm. Um, they weren't actually in the comic book, uh, but they were just covers um, that they took those from. And if you notice, now there were only six of those. They match up with six of the characters that are chases here. Really? Did you realize that? Yeah. Mm -mm. Uh, so we had. Uh, so when, if you look at Invincible Iron Man, uh, they match up several of them. Like we have eight chases here, but we only had uh, six chases back then. So we had. Uh, let me pull it back up here. We had a cowboy. Enough Pharaoh. Enough Pharaoh. Yeah, we had Iron Pharaoh. So we have Spider Pharaoh. Uh, we had Iron Slayer, who was the cowboy uh, character, which we have Miles Miles West uh, hmm. here. Uh, we had Iron Engine, which was kind of the big uh, mechanical robot suit, which matches up with Steampunk Penny. Because uh, that was that kind of Steampunk era Iron Man there. Uh, we had Iron Soldier um uh, in uh, Invincible Iron Man, which I guess Soldier was going to be 1776 here because he's the one with the Soldier keyword. Um, and we had Iron Paladin, which would kind of match up with uh, Gwen. Gwen of Arc. Of and then we had, yep. And then Iron Viking and Spider Viking. That's really, really cool. I didn't even, once again, I wasn't playing around with Invincible Iron Man. I came in like right after, mm -hmm. like it was still legal when I came in, because uh, I remember playing Ironmonger, I think. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I, Ironmonger 2.0, that's the one I play because I loved Pog teams, and um, <laughs> he was really good for Pog teams. Uh, but yeah, that's really really cool. I had no, I had no idea that there was that kind of correlation. Yeah. That's really yeah. neat. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, only so Spider Hammer Eye uh, doesn't match up with anybody, and Leonardo da Venom doesn't match up with anybody. But now people were asking after people say, "Well, why does Leonardo da Venom have the shield 
uh, team ability, right? Oh yeah. Well, and there were there were shield there was a shield series where it was in the past, and Leonardo da Vinci was a member of Shield. Huh. And I'm sure that's what they're they're mixing those together uh, to come up with that. Wow. Hear that, folks? You guys are learning so much. I'm learning things as we're sitting here talking. I had no idea. Yeah, I did wonder why he had shield. I thought it was a little unusual. Yeah, yeah that, that is why. <laughs> very, very interesting. Now, as far as Spider-Ham arriving, I don't know for sure why they made him a, made him a samurai, but uh, I'm sure it's just because, you know, he's ham and it's, it's fun. So, I wonder why they made him unique. I think it's because of his power uh, that the Bushido uh, honor that he has. I think it's a probably a pretty powerful. Could be a pretty powerful. Uh, I guess also uh, maybe that maybe that trade. It's crow nin hunting season because of that free attack. Yeah, you get the to free attack team ability. You could really wipe the floor with a bunch of these guys. Because they could run up attack and then make all a bunch of free attacks. I, can, I guess I could see that. You know, one of the yeah, under, yeah. you know, one of the more underrated pieces I think in the in the chase set I, is Spider Pharaoh. Um, yes, she's not seeing a ton. I mean, she, I guess she's seeing a little bit more play, but she's a taxi, and we don't really have as many taxis as we used to. Um, I mean, now she's no. not in a. She's not an amazing, like, pit the troll type taxi, but she's still pretty darn good phasing passenger three. And with her ability to add rulers, I mean, I'm always, when I'm building, even when I'm building for uh, more casual play, I'm looking for taxis. I want someone to be able to help me carry my team up. Because when I build casual, I don't generally build (laughs) the, like, to, to comics, which I know is the issue with these chases. You can't build a comic accurate. Like, none of these chases can be played in a comic accurate uh, event. No. Which is unfortunate, but uh, she's definitely one that I have I need to get a hold of, because I, do, I yeah. do like her quite a bit. And look at the support suite that she brings. She has power, enhancement, leadership, and probability control on her top three clicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's an 11 attack, 4 damage precision strike character. Yeah, that's not too shabby. What's up? You know, we were talking about power creep right there earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's pretty amazing. All right. So before we get on to our next bigger topic outside of Spider-Man, I figure for our building, we do, we always build a team um, each episode, a 300 point team, generally modern or golden age, which uh, I don't remember if we went, we specified in this, but we wanted a Spider-Man family theme team. Mm-hmm. Um, and we tried to avoid using the chases because that's a little bit cheating unless you were just trying to like, you really liked one of the figures for some reason. Um, so Jason, do you want to start or do you want me to start with? Well, I mean, I talked about it a little bit already. That's, that's, this is, that was the team that I was talking about earlier. Um, oh, my bad. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. We all just run her down again. Uh, Harry Osborne. With Green Goblin sidelined, Mary Jane Watson with Iron Man sidelined, Flash Thompson with Ant- with Agent Venom sidelined, uh, and then I had Agent Anti Venom, then I had Trash Can Spider Man with Peter Parker and 
the 001 Spider-Man on the sideline, and then Ghost Spider with a dimensional watch. I like it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. The dimensional watch was fun. Uh, you know, I've been able to go over there and hit a character and then bring over, like, I brought over, like, uh, Agent uh, Agent Venom, and then he just gets to, like, flurry blade somebody. Um, that was pretty fun. I think I think the whole, it's a similar power to the Venom power, bringing someone over with Venom that you see in a lot of figures. Mm-hmm. I wonder how underrated that is as, as an ability, especially in the casual setting. Because um, I know, in, uh, I know, I know. In meta, it's kind of been written off, but casually, I feel like it's it's one that they tried to force down us in Superior Foes. I feel like, like I felt like everybody had it in Superior Foes, and it just wasn't nearly as good. Like I've always said that there's this one WizKids designer who really likes this whole bringing somebody over thing, and he just tries to make it happen every set he can, every Spider-Man set. Um, but it sounds like it, it worked out for you, so it makes me wonder if I should try, try I mean, building with I, it again. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought uh, I thought it was great in Superior Foes of Spider-Man. I, I, I like to play the chase set in there a lot. That, that was pretty big on them. Uh, yeah. But we have, let's see, how many people do we have that can use the Dimensional Watch in this? Ghost Spider, uh, Miles Morales can use the Dimensional Watch. Um, Spider-Man 2099, I think, can be equipped to start with the dimensional watch. Yeah. Um, I don't know if maybe the only ones that can start with it, but I mean, being as you have all these teams now that are going to be Spider-Man family keyword, it seems like it's pretty damn good. Yeah, because, I mean, the chases give them the Spider-Man family keyword. It isn't just, it's now a named theme team. Like, they all get the Spider-Man family keyword. So, that means the dimensional watch works for them. So that, yeah. that's definitely very, very interesting. Yeah, I mean, if they hit, it's a 66% chance you can bring somebody over and play. It's a placement effect, so then they can they can take an action after that happens. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't think people are giving the dimensional watch maybe the, the uh, respect it might deserve considering what it might be able to do. I mean, five points for phasing, I don't think, is bad at all. Yeah, I agree. That's very interesting. I might need to build around that more. Yeah, and it was used in the, you know, in the Spider-Verse uh, comics, so it's cool. It's, hey, you, know, act- you want to talk about a segue, man. Jason totally didn't know my <laughs> team, but here's my team. I built it into the Spider-Verse team. Nice. Um, it actually worked out the 299 points. Uh, so that <laughs> worked out really well. So I went with Miles from uh, Spider-Man 018, Miles Morales from the Carnage set. Um, okay. Because I think he's the best car- Miles we've gotten. Uh, we, we Maybe the the um, the Prime one. and What was it? There's a Prime. Is the Prime one from Earth-X. Uh, no, the Prime from oh. Earth-X was... It's, he's the rare prime. Rare prime, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one yeah. was maybe arguably the best one, but uh, I needed a few more points. So I went with the more recent one that I've played around with, uh, number 18, Spider-Man. I went with number 27, Gwen Stacy, mm-hmm. uh, with having Ghost Spider on the sideline, because Ghost Spider from this set, I believe, is supposed to represent the Into the Spider-Verse version. 
Um, yes, I think so. Yeah, as far as I know, because yeah. she, she mentioned she has a dimensional travel watch, and they give her the line, "You don't get to like my haircut," which I believe she actually says in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have that on the side. I went back and no, I did my golden age. Uh, in order to fit into the Spider-Verse theme. So I got Spider-Ham, because okay. I didn't want to do Hammer okay. Eye. So I got Spider-Ham, the, the, the nice. L.E. Um, and then I went to Superior Foes to get Spider-Man Noir. Um, I know that's, kind of, I mean, it's yeah. not supposed to represent the Spider-Verse one, but it, it essentially is. In my head, it's it's the same person. Um, yeah. And then I, I had some points left over, and then I was like, well, wait, Peter uh, Peter's in it. So then I just put, 016 Peter Parker. Um, All right. And that actually equals 299 points exactly for nice. all of that. Yeah. So I don't know how it would play. I just really wanted to see what I could do with Into the Spider Verse because that's probably, I don't know if I want to say that's my favorite Spider Man movie, but it's pretty close to being my favorite Spider Man movie. Like even it's with pretty the new Spider Man. Yeah. I, I've watched it. Pro- oh, I don't know. I've, I've probably, yeah, I've watched it more. Than the MCU Spider-Man ones, definitely more than the the old Spider-Man ones. Um, yeah, and I've seen it once, but I mean, it, it's pretty darn good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really love the art style, and I just love the the general approach to it. So I like it. I still haven't seen, and this is probably partially has to do with the pandemic. Well, no, it came out like a year before. I still haven't seen. Was it Far From Home? The second Spider-Man. Yes. I haven't seen mm-hmm. it. Oh, wow. No, yeah, I went to, because I, I was there like opening night, you know, to watch it uh, at the theater. And I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I, I've been waiting to find it on something, and I don't know where I can watch it. Like, I just didn't, um, I don't, I couldn't see it in theaters. It hasn't been to Disney Plus because it's well, on by Sony. So, it's on Sony. They're not going to, yeah, they're not going to be, they're not going to be on Disney Plus, unfortunately, as I understand it. Yeah, so I, I don't know where it is. I, d- I don't know where I could find it without. I mean, if I have to pay for it, I'll pay for it. But I, I, I don't know. I think it's. I know it's on Hulu. If you have stars, like the yeah, stars, yeah, like the stars Yeah. But outside of that, it's like I haven't had to. I mean, maybe I will at some point. Maybe I'll just buy it. You know, I, let me ask you this, Jason. Uh, have you wanted? Do you own any of the MCU movies? I own uh, all of the MCU movies. <laughs> Every single one of them I have on DVD. <laughs> okay. okay. That's been one of those things. Like I've been waiting for, and I guess now is probably the best time because we're having such a delay. Like I just wanted to like buy a good version of all of them. Because I didn't want to start out and start out with just like playing. Because I don't know how popular Blu-ray was back in the day when the first Iron Man came out. So I didn't want to start collecting the movies and then have to like, oh, I've got a crappy 720 DVD of Iron Man. I need to go get a, a Blu-ray of it. Like I, I kind of just wanted to collect it all at once. And I just haven't gotten around to doing that. Same with Lord of the Rings. I really want the Lord of the Rings set too. It's just I haven't gotten around. I don't own movies. I just don't. Um, right. Oh, I just I just have tons of movies. Like, and I usually just buy the, like the individual releases. Like, you have you have the big Infinity like saga box set, right? Yeah. And, like, I don't have that. I probably have like the, the original Star Wars trilogy on like five different things. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but I think I've, I've bought all the, I just, I don't know. I just bought them as they came out. Cause it's just kind of been what I do. And yeah, no, it makes sense. You know, I don't have like the super special edition releases and all that crap. I just, I just want to watch the movie. Uh, and until Disney Plus came out, you know, you didn't really have any option of watching them when you wanted to, except if you had the DVD. Um, yeah. So, of course, you, I, I've got both the Spider-Mans, so you can't watch them on there. But I think every movie, I think, is on there now, except for the two Spider-Man movies. Oh, and I guess The Incredible Hulk's not on there either, I don't think. I don't know if anybody actually, I don't remember the last time I watched that movie. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. I mean, it's kind of weak, but <laughs> I, I mean, I know it's in the MCU, but mm. I, I've i never been a fan of when they replace actors. I just can't stand it. Like, now I don't count Rhodey because mm-hmm. I didn't like the first Rhodey to begin with. Um, I like, yeah, I like, uh, what's his face more? Uh, Don Cheadle, way more. Don Cheadle, yeah, yeah, um, I do too. But in this case. I actually kind of liked Edward Norton as Hulk. Now I've grown into um, mm-hmm. what's his face. Oh, now I'm blanking on his name. Um, whoever's the Hulk now, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. I've grown to like him more now that I've like because he never really had a huge role until really th- the Thor Ragnarok when he finally got to talk a lot more. Um, I, I don't know. I, I wish they do a Hulk movie. Like, I just wish they would with him in it. Yeah. I think they have but, rights issues. That's the problem. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, Universal, I think, still owns the rights to single Hulk movies. That's why he's been in these all these other group movies, because they still have the rights to the single movies for him. Yeah, that makes sense. It's just yeah. a shame. But that's just one of the things that I, I've been wanting to buy. Now, my kids aren't old enough to watch any of these movies yet, because I'm waiting until my oldest is, like, 12 or something because they it has some language that my wife really doesn't want them to hear and i don't generally want them to hear mm-hmm. either um we play right. we're pretty precautious with that stuff i don't nothing wrong if you have your kids watch it nothing wrong with that um i just prefer not to and so i'm waiting to get like okay the best version of the movies i can when it comes time to actually watch it so whether that's director's cut you know 4k or or whatever, because if you think about it, Lord of the Rings, for example, Lord of the Rings, I've seen multiple times. Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. the best version of it is the director's cut, where they added yeah. so much extra stuff. Like, I can't go back. The only yeah. time I'll ever go back and watch the old version of Lord of the Rings is when it's on like TNT or something, when they're playing it on like a holiday weekend. Like, that's the only times I might ever right. watch the original. Because the director's cut is just, it it became it becomes the that's the standard edition for me, so right. It, it's that's why I've been hesitant well, to buy that. Same with Star Wars. Well, Star Wars is its own well, own other thing. Yeah, I'm glad I own the original theatrical versions of Star Wars because they've kind of pushed them under the rug. Yep. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Star Wars is one of those that I, I just feel. I don't know. I, I I hate how the movies have become. I, I now I liked generally liked the movies. I just never really felt as involved in them as I wish I could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it was a little bit of a letdown. I think on the last three. 
I, I think if they could go back and we can get a different cut of Last Jedi, then everything would be good. You know, it's funny. I sit and watched Last Jedi today, as a matter <laughs> of fact. Like, <laughs> I thought you were saying you had a good day earlier. And now I you're did. telling me you watched this movie. I did. So, like, the stupid thing is, like, I, I collect, like, you know, just a bunch of shit, right? So, <laughs> like, I hear collect hero clicks. I just nerd stuff. Like, okay, I'm a giant kid. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. And, uh, so, so, so I'm walking through Walmart the other day, right, getting some stuff that the wife wanted. And you know how they will have they'll have like carts full of stuff that they've picked up. They're gonna I guess they're gonna like put back on the shelf where it belongs. So I'm just walking through there, and there's this cart of that stuff. And like on what what's on top of it is a Black Series Darth Vader figure, right? The action figure, like the mm-hmm. six inch, like the six inch scales ones. Like it, it's like one yeah. that just, like one they just put out. I'm like man, this is freaking cool. <laughs> I haven't like really. I haven't. I haven't really cut. Like I bought a Kylo Ren from this series three years ago or five years ago, whenever like first you know, Force Awakens came out, right? Because I just really dug Kylo Ren. But anyway, I hadn't touched any since then, and uh, so I saw this. And I was like, man, this is really freaking cool. So I picked it up, and now I'm like getting sucked into this whole world of the Black Series figures. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, and I was just watching a bunch of reviews of the figures on uh, on YouTube, and I was like. They got me. I was watching stuff about Kylo Ren. Like I just want to watch the movie, so I just I just turned it on and watched it. <laughs> oh, no. is, is this uh, podcast going to turn into like a Star Wars Legion po- podcast down the road? We're just like I'm back oh, into God. Star Wars. I'm going to start buying Legion. Oh. No, I'm definitely not. I'm I'm never going to play a Fantasy Flight game ever again. Now, uh, have you ever been intrigued in playing? Uh, Crisis Protocol. Okay, so I demoed Crisis Pro, uh, Protocol at Gen Con last year when they first, you know, brought it out, uh, and I liked it. It it was fun, uh, but I don't paint or assemble stuff, so no, I will never play it. See, I'm just now getting into painting. Uh, well, I take that back. I'm about to start getting into painting once I get a house again. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because for Dungeons and Dragons, because I, I play online right. with a group and then I, I, I DM a, a, some family and we do a little mm-hmm. session. And I've really gotten into, you know, they have paint nights and I really have grown to like yeah. that aspect of it. Like I really wanted to paint and I think it'd be really fun to do. So looking at Crisis Protocol, like seeing the, the the bigger figures, the figures that you can um, paint yourself and then play. Like it's the, the the entry cost is a little high. I mean, it's low compared to Hero Clicks, but when you're already invested in Hero Clicks, it's harder to get into something else. Especially when my kids aren't really old mm. enough to play it with me. So um, I might yeah, get into Crisis Protocol down the road, but. I mean- uh, I thought it was an enjoyable game. It looks really nice, and it borrows a lot from X-Wing, if you've ever played X-Wing. Yeah. Uh, which is another game in, like, the multitude of games I've played over the years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a fun game. I just, it, I mean, I, I think it's cheaper just to get into Hero Clicks if you casually play it, if you're going to just casually play something. 
because uh, you can buy a starter a bit cheaper than the Crisis Protocol starter. But um, yeah, it was fun. If it was like prepackaged and like painted stuff, I'd probably play it. <laughs> All right. So one of the last discussion we'll cover today, because we're already going over an hour, I think, um, or almost to an hour. Let's talk a little bit about Galactus, the legendary giant humongous figure we're supposed to be getting that I feel like has been talked about for the past, like before the pandemic, which that feels like it's been forever. So it's a figure coming down the line. We're going to start getting it. Yeah, we should have had this on our hand already, if not for COVID, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if we're supposed to get them in two weeks three weeks october 7th which is less than three weeks two and a half weeks from now we'll finally start getting the first wave of galacti if you will um so how much have you been reading up on galactus at all like as far as not not comic book wise i mean purely uh, the figure uh, the new one that we're getting Have you been looking into him at all? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting him. I'm not even sure exactly what all he does. He does a, at this point. a lot. <laughs> he does a lot. Um, Realms doesn't have him up yet, but I know that he has the Herald Dial, he has the World Eating thing, and he it's really... I'm afraid that he is going to be become one of those borderline casual pieces. Like, because you can play him cheap via the Herald dial. Because you can add him to mm-hmm. like any figure for 25 points. Not to any figure. There's limitations, but I he's probably one of be going to be one of those figures that if you sit down at a table and pull him out because he's massive, um, he's like a giant Ken doll if Ken was wearing Galactus clothing, like he's giant. Um, <laughs> I feel like your opponent would just sigh and just be like, Oh, mm-hmm. it's going to be one of those games. Huh? Yeah. So, I, I don't know if there's a, a, a good way for you to play Galactus in a casual event, unless you were doing like a fun PVE type event. Yeah, something where it's just everybody against Galactus. I think it's the way to go. Like, fun event might be Attack Attack of the Galacti, where you play uh, all three Galactus. Well, there's four. <laughs> Is there four? Because I yeah. know there's there's Galactic Guardians Galactus. There's this new one. Uh, there's Zombie Galactus. There was an old, old one, right? Like the Avengers one. Yeah, the 2007, like, coming of Galactus one, and then there was the Critical Mass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Critical Mass was the first one. That's the one that had like cosmic multi attack, where you got to make three attacks uh, on his turn. On his turn, that was the that was the original one. That was probably the most powerful one they ever did. Um, You know, I don't know. Like, so back at like when you know Galactic Guardians came out, right? And I'm at Gen Con, and they had a tournament where they like. You were gonna. You had to play one of the colossal figures from that set, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
all it was like was like a bunch of people playing Galactus as their whole team. Wow! <laughs> so you you had like Galactus versus Galactus on the map, and talk about a boring ass game. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one of those you sit down. And you're like, do you just want to roll off? I don't know if I want to sit here. Yeah, and it's like through this. It's like my Galactus is okay. I won initiative. My Galactus is going to run up, pulse wave your Galactus for like seven damage. I <laughs> hear some crap, whatever it was. <laughs> so, so it looks like that there isn't a difference. The Avengers Galactus and Critical Mass Galactus were the same figure. Mm-hmm. Just one came out in two thousand four. The other one came out in two thousand seven. They were the same exact sculpt, with the the uh, the older one, the newer one from Avengers uh, had a like a shiny paint. Looking it. at it, 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 the stats and everything identical. I think they use the same dials. Still eighteen hundred, twelve hundred, six hundred. Like I don't mm. really think there's anything different. I think they just redid it. So I, I think that could be a fun. Like I like PVE events. What is your general thought of PVE events? And by PVE, I mean players versus event or experience or environment. Um, so essentially it's where it's not PVP, player versus player. It's basically a bunch of players fighting one thing. And there's probably a, a player running the one thing, the judge or whatever. Yeah. I mean, uh, I Have, I have I you like done them. many of those? When was the last time you've done one? Oh gosh, it's been quite a while ago since we've done one. Since I've done one. I like doing them every now and then. I don't like doing them a lot. Mm-hmm. I, bet it's, I bet it's been gosh it's been years since i've done one because we haven't got a great big figure like that really uh since like dr manhattan Mm -hmm. maybe and dr manhattan was about as op as could be Uh, um and and i like doing those sort of things like i did like i had people play against dr manhattan against fin fang foom against galactus like I think I did one where uh, it was um, Master Mold and he made Sentinels against everybody else. Ooh, that's good. Hey, it's talking about a con alien that we wish we had right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If we could have had that out already, that would have been cool. Um, but I, I don't. I like them as a diversion every now and then, but it's not like my favorite thing to do. Yeah, it's it's something that should be in small doses. Um, mm-hmm. I know when we were doing much bigger events locally, Aaron Morgan would run some really cool themed events. Like he ran a Blackest Night event. So oh, yeah. he had the Black Lantern and he had all the Black Lantern figures, a bunch of the uh, Black Lantern recruits. And he had built-in mechanics that allowed like more to grow or them to heal. You know, it was like a really cool event where it's like three or four people won against the Black Lanterns. And that there was just enough Black Lanterns to make it just nasty. Yeah. And then uh, we did a we did do a Galactus event where we went against Galactus. The problem is, is kind of like in normal games, ten poles really suffer in today's world because there's just a lot of things that can shut them down. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, I kind of cheesed the event. I know it was a casual event, but I kind of cheesed it a little bit because I played, uh, I played uh, Shriek. Oh yeah. Was back in the day, I played Guardians of the Galaxy Shriek. Yeah. And so I just had her like walk up and stay out of his range a bit. And it was just like, all right, well, you have Battle Fury now. So you can't shoot anybody. You have to move and punch. <laughs> and Galactus doesn't really 
Clyde just doesn't really move punch so much. He like he can move, but then he doesn't get to punch sometimes. So it was. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I kind of took the fun out a little bit, but we we made up for it. I think a multiple Galactus event though could be like you could do like a multiverse where you have Galactus, Zombie Galactus, and then old Gal- uh, new Galactus, Zombie Galactus, Galactic Guardian Galactus, and even Avenger Galactus. And just throw everything at him and say you build a 400 point 500 point team let's just go to town against these four galactus oh wow yeah that'd be pretty crazy that'd be Uh, fun for me yeah i think it would be fun to just try to take down these like bosses if you will like you're playing a video game yeah i don't know i don't know that's just me Uh, i think that kind of stuff is fun i think it sounds fun yeah i guess the last time we did something like that we just all played a bunch of we played like two thousand points, like everybody on one map. We each had two thousand points, yeah, uh, on our team. Like, and it was, it was like you had to have colossals. They had to all be colossals. Uh, and that was a pretty wild night. Uh, and I think we had to do like two maps, two or three maps, to, to put it all on there. Yeah. So that was pretty fun. Yeah, I think the the I, I guess the main reason I like these type of events is because it's a lot more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. That's, there's not a lot of hurt feelings mm-hmm. which happens at certain events when there's, even if it's just an LE prize on the line pride comes in the way or competitiveness kicks in yeah, that's true and so doing, oh, excuse me, something like this it's nice to be able to be like, alright, we're all working and the judge wants you to win like he's, but he wants you to have fun, it's like being mm-hmm. a dungeon master for Dungeons and Dragons like you don't want to kill the party. You just want to make a fun event. Right. So yeah. that, that's why I think if you're if you are a judge out there and you're getting back into things, you could do a Halloween type event and make it where it's like you bring in the undead set, bring in the zombies, zombie team base, you can have a you know, everyone versus zombies type event. Or mm-hmm. you can even do like the Galactus event, you could do against um Shoot, what's his name? Spectre. Yeah, the Spectre. Yeah, the, the huge yeah. Spectre, Spirit of Vengeance. Like you could do a lot of fun events, and it also, Fing Fang Foom, another one, uh, Sorrow, another one. Like yeah, you can you could get some of these old figures, and it gets them out of the garage and out of the closet, like something like to be mm-hmm. able to play these figures again. Because if you think about it, when's the next time you're ever going to play these figures in an right. in person event? Um, yeah, never. <laughs> exactly. So you can play it. Now, we did do one event before. Um, it was, I think we called it, we called it a Colossal Fight Night. And we didn't use, if I remember correctly, the one time I, I tried it, we don't use maps. Uh, we treated it almost like Warhammer, oh. where you measured by inches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give a little bit of advantage to certain figures because some of the colossals just overpower other ones. And so having, having it, I forget the exact mechanics, so I probably should have mentioned it because I don't remember exactly how it went. Um, but I remember playing the, oh shoot, what was the, what's the robot one? The, it was the an indie set, Pacific Rim. I played the Pacific yes. Rim figures. Oh Which, man, yeah, that's some good stuff. Yeah, Pacific Rim, like 
if you and maybe we could do this on another episode is talk about maybe some of the old indie sets how we felt yeah. about them how how if any of them are playable even in the even in the casuals environment because some of them just aren't no matter how much you want to like no matter how yeah. much you wish you could play street fighter um because the street fighter ones are pretty cool looking um they're just, there's just no way to play but maybe a couple <laughs> maybe and bison it's about it there's not many you can actually play um that'd be fun to do maybe we'll do that yeah. in another episode uh, yeah, we'll we talk should. a little bit about some indie clicks we probably won't talk about what could happen because everyone likes to talk about that, but who knows? Um, Jason, is there anything else you really want to talk about? We're going, you know, about an hour, 10 minutes. I think we're probably hitting our, hitting our stride. Yeah. Anything else? Cause I don't know when our next episode, maybe our next episode we'll do in a couple of weeks and do like a Halloween themed episode. I think. Would oh be yeah. Fun. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, we can get through absolute carnage by then and talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, as far as the comics go. Um, yeah, yeah, how about this? Before we break, next episode will be Halloween themed. What mm-hmm. do you think are some Halloween themed comics people should be reading in anticipation for this cool episode? Mm. Yeah, you got, the, kinda... you got the you got the Marvel Zombies, which is a really weird series. Yeah, they keep, they keep bringing back, but it's just so weird. I don't know what it is about it. I. I try to read it every once in a while, and I usually make it through. But I'm not squeamish or anything. I just feel weird about it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. I mean, I've read it all though. Uh, it is kind of odd. Uh, I think the first the first series was the best one. Um, yeah. Immortal Hulk is a kind of a nice horror themed series. I feel oh. like that's pretty okay. good. Yeah. Okay, uh, so, and then you mentioned Absolute Carnage. I think Absolute Carnage is pretty. Uh, most of the Carnage stuff, uh, excluding like the early '80s or '90s or whatever, where it was a little bit more campy, like Carnage stuff is kind of brutal, in which is the whole point of the character. But I know mm-hmm. in Absolute Carnage, it gets pretty brutal as well. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that's a good start. Marvel Zombies, maybe read some, uh, like you said, Immortal Hulk. And then read some Carnage. Well, we can meet back and talk about it some more next episode. Talk about some Halloween yeah. sets, Halloween themed events, build some Halloween teams. I think that'd be fun. So Yeah, I think that'd be good. All right. Well, I think that's gonna do it for this episode of Cacao, Clickstop Casualties of War. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Later. <laughs>